Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. On Make It You Welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back for yet another episode. If I sound exhausted, it's because I am, not just because I've been working a lot, but also because I just put on a full concert for myself. You know, karaoke, mic, literally just went full out, belting at the top of my lungs. Just kidding. My neighbors would hate me if I belted at the top of my lungs at this hour. But, you know, I just put on a full performance choreography all of that. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling pumped. And I'm feeling excited to talk about this. I think this episode is going to cover a lot of ground. Um, There's going to be one central topic that we'll talk about. We'll get into this a little bit later. But I think that there's been so much going on in my life and in the world. And I just want to talk about it before like I hit into like what I really want to talk about this episode. But um. Yeah, I just want to share a little bit about what I'm up to, how my life is going, and all of that. I hit over 100,000 followers on TikTok, which is absolutely insane to me. I'm so grateful, and I'm so thankful. And if you are here from TikTok, love you, and I'm so happy that you're here. And if you're not here from TikTok, I still love you because, again, I'm happy that all of you are here. I always say it every episode, like, thank you for coming back, and thank you for joining us again. So that is awesome. And then also... The past couple weeks when I would film or record my podcast, I would usually record it and get everything set up to go. And then I would watch an episode of WandaVision as soon as it came out. Um, Unfortunately, WandaVision is over. But I will say, if you have not watched WandaVision, it is amazing. It is one of my favorite shows that I've seen thus far. Um, It's really well produced. It literally seems like a full feature movie just broken into like little parts um and i have watched the series or the season finale probably four or five times at this point so if you haven't watched yet you should probably get on top of that um and then also just like you know i think there's there's a lot of light in the end of the tunnel just in general in terms of the world um like i said i'm kind of just like covering a bunch of random things up front and then we'll kind of get into the meat of the episode um But I think it's really interesting just like how much we've progressed. And actually today is officially a year since I've worked in my office. So officially a year from working from home. I'm sure a lot of that resonates with other people. Maybe you ended up being let out for spring break and now you have gone in spring break indefinitely for work from home. Or um, maybe you were working in an office and then you're working from home now. Or maybe you are back in your workspace and back in your office or if you're not working in an office like maybe you are back in person at work or maybe you never left um I think it's just really interesting just seeing how dynamic and how much has happened over this past year I'm starting to get nostalgic over uh TikTok trends and maybe I'll do like an actual episode like dedicated to like the TikTok trends that emerged during quarantine and during COVID um 
thanks pandemic for, you know, all these TikTok trends, but one of them is like whipped coffee and maybe, you know, in the future I'll do an episode on that or something. Um, But it's just so interesting because like, I never thought that I would feel nostalgic about being locked in my apartment for a year. I feel like despite a pandemic occurring and not being able to really leave my apartment for what is now a year, um, I feel like the year kind of flew by. I feel like I blinked and we're back at this anniversary of it. How um, I feel like there's not a lot of mental touch points that really separates like the months and the days. Um, usually in life, you know, or at least in my life, I can't speak for others, but there's usually like mental touch points I can do. Like, for example, in 2019, I can think about, you know, graduating college and going to South America and going to Mexico and then moving and then traveling more. And there's like all these mental touch points that I can like separate the year But this past year has just been kind of like one big, long me staying in my apartment, occasionally seeing people, occasionally getting out. Um, But it's basically been me, myself, and I. Um, So, yeah, I just find it really interesting at the pace that we're going and where we're moving on to. I think it's awesome. Um, There's a couple different vaccines out. And also, like, when you think about it, like, back in January, you probably knew nobody who got vaccinated. And now it's like, I know so many people who have either had one dose or both doses. And it's just amazing to me to see the progression and see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully I'll be joining that group soon enough. You know, I feel like getting your vaccine is now like the voting in the 2020 election. Like everyone's taking a picture of their, I got the COVID-19 vaccine or taking pictures of their cards. Like, you know, when people get vaccinated, if you know, you know, well, you know, because people tell you and because they broadcast it everywhere. And I think I'll probably be a little bit more private about that, at least at first, but I think it's, you know, it's amazing to see how many people are willing and able and eligible to get this vaccine. So um, I just wanted to talk about that real quick. I I think the benefit of having a podcast and having my own show is the fact that I can talk about anything and that, you know, I don't have to stay limited to just like one thing per episode. So I just wanted to like, you know, do a little check-in. How are you doing? Are you doing good? Do you need something from me? Do you need like my thoughts or my support? Because I'm here for you via spotify apple wherever you get your podcast you know that and there's lots of episodes for you to listen to and if you haven't listened to my older episodes you definitely should because i think one thing that you'll see is the evolution of me as a podcaster and how i feel behind the mic and my editing style or lack therefore of at this point um because i don't i like to keep things as candid and as vulnerable as possible and even whenever i have like little fumbles over my words like who cares it's wasting what an extra second of your life i will happily pay you a cent for that um i feel like you're worth more but anyways i want to get into the meat of this episode so actually in terms of kind of like just having my own show and having my own opinions and having a lot of opinions and a lot of strong opinions i wanted to think about something that i had a really strong opinion on and there's this trend going around on tiktok it's like oh, things I don't know or things I don't understand. And this like one guy was like, yeah, I don't understand why everything's not edible or I don't think I don't understand how airplanes work or I don't understand how like baby animals just know what to do. Um, If I remember the account name, I'll 
I'll let you guys know, but um, I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But there's just so many people going around saying those. And I thought about doing an episode about that. But then I decided to take a step back. And since I was feeling nostalgic about, you know, being a year working from home, I ended up going to like my first spreadsheet that I made uh, for planning content for TikTok. And I was always trying to be like somewhat groundbreaking, like do stuff that nobody else was really doing, make drinks that nobody was making. Um, And it was hard because whenever I got into TikTok, uh, the community was a little saturated. Um, So it was a little bit hard to, you know, not have overlap in content between pages and between channels and um, also like create a brand of my own. And I think I've really kind of settled into my brand of just me being Miles. Um, And I really am thankful to have that platform and to have that audience. But I used to actually have like a giant spreadsheet of like things that I wanted to do, current trends whatever. And one thing I wanted to do was a Zodiac series. Someone in the space already beat me to it at that time. So I ended up scrapping it, but I ended up thinking about me and my strong opinions. And I decided I wanted to do this episodes about Zodiac signs. And this is my ranking of them and potentially my reasons why. Um, There's only going to be 12, no 13 here. Uh, Because there's only 12 Zodiacs. So uh, I just want to get into this. I'm just so excited to either piss people off or to make people feel nice and loved. And just remember, someone has to be at the bottom. It's not me. And it's not my Zodiac sign. Like, you know, I always come out on top. But what I will say is no strong, no, actually very strong feelings towards the zodiac sign I'm putting at the bottom and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, Gemini. Yeah, that's, that's definitely going at the bottom. Um, I have had some better experiences with Gemini's as I've gone, but honestly, like the Gemini's that I kind of like directly associate with being Gemini's, they just, I never know how to approach them and I never know like what type of mood they're going to be in. Like, Gemini's have so many personalities and it's so hard to navigate like which one you're talking to and like which one is like are are they gonna try and kill you today or are they gonna just like you know be chill I do have some Gemini's that are now in like one of my closer circles and I love them and they're great um but Gemini's as a zodiac especially Gemini men um if you're a Gemini male please stay the f away from me um I'm terrified of you um yeah, sincerely, a Pisces. Um, yeah, so Gemini is officially at the bottom of this list. I'm sorry, someone had to be at the bottom. And is it because I don't like Geminis? Yes. The silence speaks for itself. Um, moving on, the next Zodiac that is on my list and where it is placing actually is Sagittarius. Um I don't have any issues with Sagittarius, but I don't have like a strong enough opinion to put them higher up, if that makes sense. I just can't justify it. Um, Yeah, it's like, I just forget that Sagittarius exists. Like, I remember one time there was this girl who I was friends with um, from a class in college and every day after class we would go and we would like go get Starbucks and we would just talk and chat and... I remember we got into the conversation of zodiac signs and I was attempting to guess her zodiac sign and I guessed every single zodiac sign except for Sagittarius. 
again, no offense to my Sages. Love you guys and gals and thems. Um, but at the same time, I just don't, I don't have any memorable experiences. Like I feel like out of the fire signs, Sagittarius's are just like the most forgettable. And, you know, some people may want to like throw hands with me after that. But just remember, water puts out a fire. So come at me, Sag. Uh, next on my list is going to be Scorpios. Um, Scorpios, I just... Honestly, I debated where to put Scorpios on this list. I debated putting them at spot number 11. But then again, I was like, wow, I, I would be doing them dirty because I actually actively think about Scorpios. Um, for Scorpios, I just don't understand how the emotions or lack therefore of or like i just don't understand like they're emotional vampires like they just don't exist like i don't know it's like they whenever they do get emotional it's like absolutely terrifying and it's like i don't even want to deal with it at that point this is coming from a pisces um but otherwise like they just don't show emotion and they're just like cold i'm sorry squirps like you know it is what it is but yeah number 10 on the list um my number nine on my list i would say would be aquarius aquarius is similar to sag where i do have a couple aquarius friends like i love them dearly but they're just nothing like super i don't have like a strong opinion on them like, I feel like my top, like, six are, like, actually, like, ones that I'm going to be putting thought into. So, like, nine, like, I guess that means seven and below are either going to be ones that I have very strong opinions on or that just kind of need to, like, have a space in the middle. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it. So, number nine, again, Aquarius. Sorry about it. Um, number eight is going to be Taurus. Um, I think Tauruses are just, like, very stubborn, and, like, I understand it's the bull that they're known to be stubborn and, like, you know, somewhat lazy and whatever, but I don't really feed into the lazy or, like, the food-obsessed archetype with them. I see just more the stubbornness, and honestly, just, like, talking to Tauruses or, like, having any type of conversation with a Taurus is just emotionally and physically draining, and... Yeah, I'm just not a fan of it. So sorry, Tauruses. Like, screw you guys. Um, and that's why you're coming in at number eight. And then rounding off the top seven, or I guess the the bottom six, essentially, um, that's going to be my Leos. And Leos. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Are so hit or miss. Like, I feel like whenever you're a Leo... If you're a July Leo, I don't know. I just don't really think that you guys exist. Like, I understand that you guys exist, but, like, I just don't, I don't consciously think about it. But August Leos, like, 
those are the ones that are very flashy are very in your face very like star is brighter than the sun and like leos and doses i love them i love them like it kind of like reminds me of me like i don't think i have any leo placements in my chart but like i love leos um i think that they're swell and in doses they are really great but sometimes when you get too much of a leo it's just very overwhelming and it's just like god shut up like the whole world doesn't revolve around you mr leo so yeah that is the bottom six and then we'll talk about the top six um but before then i do want to share a recipe because i like i said this was supposed to be a cocktail series so i'm just gonna pick one from the bottom six and i'm going to talk about the recipe for it actually you know what i'm gonna do one from the top six i feel like those are just like a lot more fun and a lot more delicious so um let's start by talking about who's rounding out the bottom of the top six and that's gonna be pisces that's coming from pisces pisces i vibe with my fellow pisces i vibe with my fellow water signs heck i even vibe with scorpios i just don't hate the fact that you're like dead inside and out um but pisces sometimes sometimes we can do a lot um and i am a february pisces and i do typically prefer the company of february pisces um but i'm not gonna be like snobbish about it or anything you know i'm i feel like i'm a pretty decent person (laughs) um in that sense so it's one of those things that i just think that you know pisces you're great at times but you can be a little much especially if you're a march pisces because i kind of forget that you exist even though february pisces is only like a week but i'm gonna represent my february pisces but for pisces i'm gonna fit into the stereotype I wanted to do something tropical for Pisces. So we're going to make a nice little tropical cocktail. It's going to have some coconut. It's going to have some pineapple. It's going to have some blue curacao. It's going to have some really good stuff in it. And it's going to be gorgeous. And it's going to be delicious. So what you're going to do is you're going to need a shaker for this. We're going to shake what our mama gave us. That used to be my tagline back when I used to make really active cocktail content. But my liver said no. And my sanity said no. So, you know, don't do that anymore. But you still get your cocktail content here. We're going to take an ounce of blue carousel. And we're going to add that to a shaker tin. And then we're going to follow that up with an ounce of Malibu. Or just coconut rum. There's better coconut rum than Malibu. But everyone knows Malibu. And like the Miley Cyrus song, like just drinking Malibu while listening to Malibu. Maybe while being in Malibu. That all sounds very appealing to me. Um, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna add in an ounce of vodka. This is gonna be a strong drink. I never said that this was gonna be weak. So we got vodka, we got rum, we got blue carousel, we got just like three ounces of alcohol in here. Like this is gonna be a cocktail that you're gonna party to. And then you're gonna add in two ounces of pineapple juice. Add ice to your shaker, give it a nice shake, and then strain it into a 
pretty decently tall glass filled with ice. And then from that point, you're going to top this with some Sprite or some lemon lime soda, whatever tickles your fancy. I almost said tickle your pickle. And I was like, that's kind of inappropriate. Not everyone has a pickle to be tickled unless you have like just like a jar of pickles. I digress, but it's so easy. You're going to just shake what your mama gave you. You're going to strain it out and you're going to top it with something bubbly. If you want more alcohol and you're feeling like you just want your liver to give out earlier, top it with champagne. Honestly, I don't care. Like it is your life. You can make it as boozy as you want. Make it boozy. Nice little um, section of the show, you know, but that's the cocktail super easy super simple we love to see it now we're at the top five let's talk about the top five for me so pisces rounded out the top six coming in fifth is going to be capricorn um honestly i kind of meant to put capricorn a little bit lower on this list because some caps just absolutely drive me insane but there's also an equal amount of caps that I absolutely love and adore so it's like it really balances out it's like I don't think that they're like awesome but I don't hate them and this is not Capri Sun slander um I think it's just one of those things that caps can also be caps can be like Scorpios in the sense where they don't show emotion and they like keep their guard up and I don't know I don't really mess with that energy all the time I'm a very open person, like as most Pisces are, Um, because the fun thing about Pisces, just kind of doubling back, is that Pisces, since we are the end of the cycle, we actually have a little bit of every zodiac inside of us, like, you know, the traits of every zodiac. So it's like one of those things that Pisces, we tend to vibe with most people. Um, And I like caps, but, you know, the mentality, sometimes I just... I can't do it, but, you know, maybe in my top five, it happens. In fourth place, we have Libras. Libras, I, funny thing is one of my best friends is a Libra. Um, I think that I don't have a strong enough opinion on Libras. Like, all the Libras I've met in my life are pretty cool, and none of them have, like, really ever made me, like, super mad I guess or like just like gave me a reason to want to put them lower I don't know Libras you're cool um just you know Libras are like kind of like Leos in disguise I feel like they both start with L and end with a vowel I'm being very observant tonight if you couldn't tell um anyways moving on to my top three I think top three. Yeah, top three. (laughs) Um, So just if you haven't been following along, the zodiac signs that we have left are Virgo, Cancer, and Aries, which is actually very surprising. Um, A lot of people, I feel like, really slander the Aries, but they're going to round up the top three. So Aries comes in third. Um, I love Aries, honestly, like for a fire sign, they're very similar to Pisces. And I think it's just like, you know, where we were born and where we're at. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I just, I love Aries. I think they're great. I think they're swell. And 
I have met some Aries that I don't really vibe with, but most Aries I'm, I'm pretty cool with. And again, as a water sign, having a fire sign in my top three, very surprising for me. Um, I feel like, you know, we're not really supposed to mix, but I like Aries. And finally, we have our top two. Coming in the number two spot is Virgo. So I'm a Virgo rising. So I really do like think and like I portray Virgo quality sometimes. The thing I like about Virgos, and I will say this, and some people may take offense to this. I think September Virgos are better than August Virgos, but that is a-okay. Love you guys. You both still just like rank number two on my list. Um, A lot of close people in my life are Virgos. Um including my mom and the mother of my goddaughter. Um, There's a lot of Virgos that I grew up around. And Virgos, I would love to put them lower on the list, actually, if I could. Like, honestly, like, I pretty much just, like, have one sign that I want, like, at the top, and then everyone else can kind of fall in line wherever else. But Virgos, I think, are just a little intense at times, and they keep receipts, and... Sometimes that's, like, not great, Um, just, like, you know, existing and being a human. If someone, if you think that someone's going to, like, pull receipts out on you, like, you know, that's no fun, no bueno. Um, But I do love Virgos. Like, I don't think I've really met a Virgo that I don't like. Um, And I just vibe with them, like, you know. I guess it's just kind of what I grew up around. And finally, for the top one. If you don't remember which one is left, maybe I should just, I shouldn't even tell you. No, I'm kidding. So the top zodiac sign, in my opinion, coming from me, a Pisces, is Cancer, which, how can we be surprised? Literally, my best friend's a Cancer, and my sister's a Cancer, and I have a lot of other really close friends that are Cancers. I do not have any opinion on Cancer superiority. I think June and July Cancers are both great. I love them both. Um, Cancers, I I don't think I've ever met a Cancer that I just don't immediately get along with. For me, whenever I meet a Cancer, we usually have some sort of like instant connection. And I absolutely love that. And it's so great. And since Cancers are the number one sign for me, I wanted to make a little recipe inspired by cancers since cancers are summer signs essentially like you know all their birthdays are in the summer i figured i'd do something that i would eat during the summer and something just kind of like refreshing a little bit light but still delicious and that's whenever i looked at my fridge and i saw that i had some burrata and the recipe wrote itself because you know i'll be eating this all week so what i like to do with my burrata is you know i'm not teaching how to make burrata because ain't nobody got time for that go to trader joe's go to wegmans go to wherever your local grocery is whole foods buy a burrata from there no need to make your own burrata this is not the epicurious website or anything you know we don't do that here there's some things i will have you make from scratch but burrata babe no just no but what you'll need is some arugula and i'm just telling you all your ingredients up front you're gonna need some arugula you're gonna need some olive oil vinegar or acid of choice 
a little bit of Dijon mustard, some salt, pepper, maybe a shallot. Yeah, definitely a shallot. Maybe some garlic. Um, you can definitely, like, what I'm going to teach you is going to be very interchangeable. And this is basically just going to be the base for your beautiful burrata. And then you can eat it however you want. Um, so let me just get into this. So we're basically going to make an arugula salad to go under our burrata and it's going to be so good and you can eat it with or without bread um but let's talk about the little salad portion i like using arugula it's nice and peppery um has a little bit of a bite to it i think it's really good all seasons so i'm gonna use arugula for my base and honestly i don't like dirtying other bowls so i'm just gonna mix everything here i also want some cherry tomatoes so I'm going to use some like little like cherry tomatoes, plum tomatoes, just like the small ones. I like using like the little mini heirloom ones. They're so cute. I don't know, like the different colors. Like I just love the yellows and the reds and the orange. So tomatoes, you're going to just get about like a cup of them and you're going to slice them in half. Use the plate jerk. It'll save you like a million hours of labor. And then you're going to add that to the bowl with your arugula. And also, like, the juicy kind of, like, tomato juice is going to also help, like, with your, like, sauce, dressing, whatever you want to call it. And then what I like to do is add salt and pepper here and garlic powder. I don't have time to chop fresh garlic today. If I did, I would, but I don't. Um, and then what I'm also going to follow up with is good glug of good olive oil you want your olive oil to be good olive oil like olive oil that you would want to like dip bread in um i think a lot of people think that they can hide olive oil like with other things and yes you can but i think in this recipe like there's so few ingredients that like you really want to make sure that they're good and high quality drizzle your olive oil over your seasoned arugula and tomato and then at this point, you can add in the shallot if you want a little bit of a bite. Um, I like to finely mince my shallots and just add that in. And then this is where things get fun. What's your vibe? What are you feeling? Today, I'm feeling something very fresh and very light and something very like citrusy and springy. So you could use like lemon juice if you want. Or you can use orange juice. What I'm going to use is a grapefruit vinegar. It is so good. Um, I get mine from this cheese shop in Greenwich uh, Village in New York. You don't need to achieve this. You can use balsamic. You can use red wine. You can use champagne vinegar. Um, you can use white wine vinegar. I wouldn't recommend using rice vinegar for this. I mean, you know, go off. But you're just going to add in a about like you know an eighth of a cup of vinegar um you know you can always add more you can always add less you can not add less so start start conservatively um and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna add in just like a tablespoon of dijon mustard this is gonna help emulsify and bind our sauce and just get everything like nice and creamy and ready to go and then you can either toss it with a fork, you can get in there with your hands and massage the arugula. I don't necessarily care how you do it, but that's your base. And then you're going to take that beautiful burrata out the fridge. You're going to slice her up and you're going to pour a little bit more of that really fabulous olive oil that you're using and a nice 
good scrunch. I sound like the pasta queen, which she's back on TikTok. Didn't realize that. Love her. Um, but you're going to add in just like a good bit of black pepper on top. And then you can either like serve that on top of crusty bread or you can just go in with a fork and you can add additional fixings and toppings. But that's just my perfect burrata salad thing. And I thought it was perfect for summer and cancer inspired, like cancer zodiac sign. Um, anyways, I'm currently like my mouth is watering just thinking about it. So I think that is going to be kind of like my cue to start wrapping up but I'm so happy that you guys just came here and hung out with me and listened to my opinions on zodiac signs it's always so fun to record these episodes for you and to hang out with you just for a little bit I really enjoy the fact that you enjoy this and that you're listening to this and that you're made it to this point and that you come back every week I love producing and content and recording content for all of you so i'm so happy that you're here to consume it and with that i am going to bid you adieu which is french for see you later sucker getting <laughs> but um i will see you all next week on the next episode and thanks for hanging out with me and i'm so glad that you're here i'll see you next week bye you had a good time if so then please subscribe and leave a review because this podcast is new we drink we eat we laugh out loud my name is miles that's all for now